Welcome to Bounce Back Like a Badass, your weekly dose of real and honest conversations about when life gets a little or a lot messy and how to find your way back more humbled, more empowered, more determined, and hopefully with some badass stories to share. Here's your host, Kat Coley. Hey guys, it's Kat. Thank you again for being here. Um, So this week I wanted to jump in super quick and now that I've kind of told the story of uh, what happened um, while I was away and I'm going to go into the story of course now of um, when I came home. But before I do that, I really wanted to just jump in here really quick and talk about people's expectations of what life is supposed to look like uh, after you've gone through something um, such as this, you know, embarrassing, um, res- uh, shameful, and and whatever it may be. I mean, it, I'm not just talking about my life. I'm talking about anyone's life, really, you know, a divorce, uh, something that happened in your past, something you're going through right now. And everyone expects you to act a certain way or be a certain way. So I played right into that role when I first came home. And again, there's a lot of backstory here and there's a lot of things that I do want to talk about. Um, My relationship, my marriage, my relationship with my daughter, um, friends and family and all those things. But one thing I, I just wanted to jump in here and talk about is the meaning that we put behind what other uh, of other people's opinion and what and, and the emotions that we put behind the feelings and the experiences that we have. So when I first came home again, I wanted to not uh, go through and and talk about what happened. I didn't want to rehash it. Certainly wasn't prepared to talk about it and just wanted to literally sweep it under the rug and that's for the most part, what I did. And again, I think I've, you know, I've talked about it in previous episodes, how, you know, it just started to come back and come up again, because people were wondering, some people who uh, were just curious about what my life was, I just felt like I was leaving this huge chunk, but then I didn't want it to define me. So I was kind of this, I was always on the fence about like, you know, what is it about my story that is compelling enough to tell somebody? And, you know, allow, you know, just allow the story to be what it was. And what was it that was just going to be kind of, you know, the thing that defined me. And I just was always cognizant of the fact that I didn't never wanted my story to define me. So I just never wanted to speak about it. And plus, again, I wasn't over it. I had just literally come home. And, uh, you know, there was just a lot of still fresh emotions and that I, I had not addressed. And so and I will tell you, and again, being completely open and honest, you know, that I, I went to see a therapist and that was really good. It was really fantastic to just kind of let feelings out. But honestly, even then I wasn't fully open and honest. Um, even somebody that was initial, you know, that was unbiased to, you know, things that I had done and I just didn't want to be judged. And so in time it, it took me a while to get there, but eventually I did. And then from there I moved into a coach as, as I'd mentioned in the past, but people's expectations of me were basically that my life was over. And I didn't realize this until I actually had started, funny enough, uh, my coaching business. And through friends of friends, I was speaking with somebody who had, uh, who, who was in touch with somebody that I, I had worked with in the past. And actually, I, I'll put it this, this way, I worked for, so somebody that was higher above 
above my um, my title. And I guess through the grapevine, when they had heard that I was starting this business, they were like just astonished and aghast and, and just profoundly surprised that I would take this route and that they just figured I would just kind of sink, you know, down to the bottom and not show my face ever again. And believe me, I thought that was going to be an option as well. Not so much the sinking down to the bottom, but just basically, um, you know, blending into the background, not really making any waves, not wanting to put any attention on me, just going through life, get a job that paid decent and live my life. And for the, for some time, that sounded like the ideal thing for me to do. And certainly not shouting, you know, what I had done and all the things, all the details um, and intricacies that involved it was, you know, shouting it from the rooftop wasn't going to be, uh, you know, the top of the list. So again, through this conversation, a friend of mine said, oh, you know, I'd heard through, they were shocked that you were doing this. And that initial uh, comment and I, and I took it the completely the wrong way. And I, compl- I, I looked at it like, I shouldn't be doing this. And I honestly, it held me back for some time. Because I kept thinking, if this person thinks this, then this, must per- this person must think this, and so on and so forth. And then that was when, again, I, you know, I certainly didn't have a good foundation. I just was still trying to figure out what I was going to do, how I was going to do it. And that voice continued in my head about people judging me for now talking about what I had done as if I was glorifying it as if I was uh, taking advantage of the fact and now I'm just you know I'm going to talk about it and and um, and use it to my advantage and it was the complete opposite of course it's just basically you know not and, and again not I don't have to explain it or nor, nor justify my reasons, but at the time it felt like I always did. And in my head, I would have this very odd conversation with myself about, you know, the reasons I was doing it and the reasons they might think I'm doing it and how I was going to, you know, and again, no one was, no one was ever hearing this conversation. It was just all inside and internal and my mindset and my beliefs. And it hindered me. It really did. It hindered my growth because I stopped, you know, if progressing. I stopped I I turned down speaking gigs. I turned because I didn't want to be in the in you know I didn't want anyone to really know what I was doing, and I didn't want anyone to think that I was um, capitalizing on on you know on what had happened you know and um, and glorifying the fact that you know I I done what I'd done. I'd stolen this money. I'd gone to prison and blah blah blah. And here I am and and all of that. I didn't I didn't you know that wasn't the reason again, but that was the meaning. And that I was putting behind those emotions. I was, you know, the, the shame and the guilt and, and the regret and the embarrassment. That was, that, that's the meaning and the feelings I, I you know, put on to, to my experience. And, I, and that's, you know, that's the meaning I attach to, the, to my experience. So therefore, that was the vibration I was vibrating in. That, you know, that was that low vibe I was, I was always in. It was always this, 
you know, oh, it's, you know, people are going to think this and, you know, that's, you know, that's not really what I want. And, and it was always just kind of this low vibe of, of feeling shame and regret and not wanting to talk more about it because I didn't really want anyone to think that I was, um, you know, capitalizing on it and that's in this and that. And it kept me stuck. And it wasn't until, you know, sometime later as I did more self-development and I did more personal growth and I studied up on mindsets and, and beliefs and thoughts and all of these things and that I really realized that it doesn't really matter what anyone thinks of me, honestly. I could care less. I'm sure it would be more convenient for them to think, for, you know, those people who have those opinions, for them to think, okay, you know, because she's done a bad thing and this is what bad things happen, you know, this is this is what happens to bad people. And that's, again, that's what I also categorize myself as, you know, just I was a bad person. Um, all in all, like it doesn't really matter about just that basic decision or that that one decision that led into another bad decision that led into another bad decision. I just, I just categorize myself as a bad person. And you know, that was kind of this underlying um, feeling that I had that bad people can't do these things. Bad people can't succeed. Bad people, you know, um, can't have a successful business. Bad people can't go, you know. And then I started to see, honestly, just, I'm just a person. I'm just a person, as is anybody else who's made a mistake. Yes, those made, those made, those mistakes were huge, gigantic, and they were shameful. However, they were mistakes, and I've learned from them, and I've grown from them, and therefore that allows me to be able to. And and I paid my um, my debt to society, and I paid in more than that. But again, those were that was my fault, and that's that's what you get. That that is what you get. That is karma. That is, you know, that that is the circumstances that happen. Those are, those are the conditions, and I did my time. And I think everyone, or not everyone, I will not say that, I won't don't generalize that, but some people felt that maybe I needed to do more um, and maybe that I should just shrink into the night and never be heard from again. And unfortunately for them, that is not what's going to happen. And that's not what's happened because I am still valuable. I am still worth it. Um, I still get to live a good life. I it's still I still deserve it. And as is anybody else, you know, that that has made mistakes and has taken responsibility for those mistakes. And, you know, ha- and, and had been accountable for it and owned up to it. And have paid however they've paid through however it was that, you know, whatever they've done. And so the meaning that I kept placing on myself was so terrible and the emotions that I held about what had happened were so absolutely low that it was very, very difficult for me to ever see myself as having been successful again or, or, or could be successful again or could be a decent person again or could be, um, you know, a, 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 you know, a business owner. Because in my head, it was always, you know, I was going to be one or the other. And I could only be one or the other. 
and that's the emphasis that you know that some people put on on me or that's the definition that a lot that some people put on me was I I could only be one or the other I couldn't be a person that's made mistakes um and you know regardless of you know the debt that I paid you know for those mistakes um that I could still go on and and live uh, and deserve a good life and I define myself based on how people other people define me and that just wasn't obviously the right way to go about it and that wasn't the right you know thought process but it was a thought um that continued to perpetuate and continued and got had gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and you know and then the self-doubt started to come in and I really again realized that that wasn't going to be me and it took a lot of work and it took a lot of um a lot of growth and a lot of expansion and to be able to understand that again I am just as capable as anybody else and I'm just as deserving as anybody else and for those of you out there who are listening who have gone through your own trials and tribulation who have gone through um, whatever mess it was whether it was self-inflicted mess or somebody did something to you one of the major things for growth and expansion and um, transformation is the word forgiveness and I will spend a lot more time on this because it's such a it's it's such an important um part of life and one of the things I had to do first and foremost I had to forgive myself and I had to stop put, putting that type of meaning into my life those types of meanings into my life and that and and having it define my life having those moments and having these experiences um define who I'm I was I am and who I'm going to be so forgiveness is honestly the biggest thing it's it has gotten me through a lot of Um, self-sabotage a lot of feeling stuck and hopeless and in worry Um, and it's just forgive it's and again and you I know if for those of you who are listening have heard this before and and it, it you know begs to be said again is that forgiveness doesn't let anyone or anyone that's done something to you of that or made you feel bad or made you um, you know doubt yourself it doesn't let them off the hook they can feel however they want to feel doesn't let you know that whatever actions that they or you know words or feelings that they've conveyed to you it just lets you off the hook it lets you just let go of that because they could have just said something and not meant it they could have said something to say it they could have said something to you know to be part of the crowd and Maybe it wasn't meant to hurt you. Maybe it was. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't really honestly matter what that one person or a dozen people really think about you. What matters is what you think about you. And if you feel good about yourself, and if you feel good about where you stand, then that's what matters, truly. And then you can just, you can just start forgiving people all around you. But first, I would start with my, yourself. Forgive yourself for all your faults. Forgive yourself for the mistakes that you've made. Forgive yourself for uh, the doubts, the sabotage, the, the the hate that you feel, the fear. All of just forgive yourself for all of those things in life. Forgive yourself for you know even the littlest things that you can think of, and just let go. 
I forgive me. You could start with, I forgive myself. I forgive myself for this. Go into as much detail as you want. I forgive myself for having stolen that money. And then I forgive myself for having lied about it. I forgive myself for, um, you know, feeling as if I ruined other people's lives. I forgive myself for walking away from, you know, being away from my daughter. I forgive my, just go, go down the road, feel it, close your eyes, go through it. And then let go. And that's how you stop defining your life based on other people's opinion of you. And what other people you know, place as, you know, meaning for your life. And I had to do a lot of that. There was a lot of people uh, that I had to let go of. And a lot of emotions and attachment that I had to let go of. Just people, and, and it's, and, and believe me, it wasn't an overnight thing. I didn't, you know, I didn't, was like, okay, now it's all done. No, it's, it's continuous because, you know, we're humans and we feel and our emotions, you know, are part of who we are. And as long as we are aware of it, as long as we are, um, you know, cognizant of the fact that emotions are there and they steer, you know, which direction you're going, then you have the choice and the power always to choose the direction that you go, to choose the feeling that you attach to it, to choose um, how you're going to react to something. If you're going to react to, uh, you know, being stuck in traffic in a very stressful way, then that's your choice. If you're running late and you feel stressed and you're, you know, your mind is going, you know, a million things of the reasons that, you know, the things that you have to do and, the re- and all those things, there's, you cannot control anything outside of you. So you can't stop time to allow you to get there on time. You can't speed the cars up around you to, you know, make way for you to get where you need to get to on time. So you can either stress about it because the outcome is going to be the same. You're going to arrive at your destination at the exact time that you're supposed to arrive there, late or not. Or you can breathe, accept that you're going to be late, Maybe make a phone call if it's safe for you to do so. Alert whoever you're, who's meeting you and letting them know that you are going to be late. And then just ease into it and say, okay, that's where the universe wants me. This is where my path is going for today. I am not going to stress about it. It is my choice. My choice is to not stress about the fact that I'm late. It is always your choice. You can be proactive or you can be reactive. And the more you realize that it is your choice and that you don't have to act a certain way and you don't have to actually feel a certain way unless you tell your mind that that's the way you're going to feel about it, then the, you will realize that the power is ultimately in your hands for anything that happens to you. You cannot control outside behaviors. You cannot control outside actions. You cannot manipulate. You can't do it. And you wouldn't want to anyways. But you can control what you 
think about the situation, how you're going to feel about this situation, how you're going to react to the situation, and what meaning you're going to, what meaning behind those emotions you're going to attach to it. So be completely aware that whatever happens, whatever situation, whatever is presented at you, whatever's opinion, or whoever's opinion, um, you know, you hear or listen to, which you shouldn't. Um, but if you do, that your choice, it's your choice to accept it. It's true to you. If I accepted so someone's opinion of me as being done, basically, uh, that I would just live my life and be part of the background, not make any noise, not make any waves, certainly not talk about it, then that's not living my life. That's living my life for somebody else. And that's just not me. And that's how a lot of people are living their lives for somebody else. And you have to get out of that mode. And I'll talk more and more about how to do that um, as we go through this episode and as um, I'll add on to my blog and the website um, and programs that I have, just how, how to stop living, you know, based on somebody else's judgments or opinions or thoughts and feelings about how you should live your life. You live your life. Appreciate people's opinions, people's um, thoughts about what you need to do and how you need to do it. But you've got to understand that it is your life. Yes, you have responsibility as, as do I. Outside of those responsibilities, it is your life. Do with it as you wish. As long as it's for the good, do with it as you wish. Who effing cares what anyone else thinks? Okay, that is like my rant today. <laughs> um, but I think it's important because the feedback that I've gotten from the past episodes was, you know, obviously it's been amazing and thank you guys for listening in. But I have received some feedback uh, just about how incredible that I was, you know, able to rise above. And I just want to say it wasn't easy. I, I just want to say it wasn't, you know, something that happened, you know, that I, I came home and I was like, oh, this is how I'm going to live my life. No, I actually lived my life for others and other and and used their opinion of me um, as a way to figure out my life. And that was just it was un, unfair to everyone that what that had supported me. Because everyone wanted me to thrive. And there I was thinking, I, I shouldn't, I can't, um, I'm not allowed because I had done, you know, this terrible thing. I had, you know, and made these mistakes. And even if I learned my lesson, it's, I'm not, I'm not supposed to. And that was the box I put myself in because that's the box some people put me in. And I allowed it, you know, to control my life and my th way of thinking and, that's just not how it goes. I base my life is based on how I want to live it. As long as it's for the good, then it's it's my way. Um, I will leave you at that. Uh, next week, I, um, so I I have a lot of amazing interviews with a lot of amazing people. 
Um, and I have them and the again, I, I love the feedback that I'm getting from everyone from the, all the DMs and the emails um, of just wanting to really know my story. And I appreciate it so much, guys, because I, I don't ever want to leave anyone kind of on, on the edge here. That's not why I'm telling my story. I don't want to, you know, it's suspenseful to a degree. But um, but I also, it's not wrapped up in this pretty ribbon. You know, not, not everything is done. And certainly, I'm not finished. I've got a long way to go. I've got um, amazing things to share. And I've got a, 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 an incredible life to live. And it's not done. And, and a lot has happened, you know, since I came home. And I want to share those things because people are are very, very interested. So the interview segment of the podcast is is coming um, and it's on its way. And I have spoken with some amazing people and I want you guys to be able to hear that. Um, I also know that a lot of people have a lot of um, interest in what's happening in my life and how and how things unfolded um, respectfully for my relationship, um, because it's it was a key key um, my uh, my marriage, basically, it was a key part um, in everything that I held dear and I thought was going to be um, kind of the epicenter of my life. And really, between my daughter and my marriage, I thought was going to be the glue that kind of held me together. And it wasn't. And um, my daughter was. Um, but the marriage fell apart, as most of you know. And um, I think people want to talk more about that, want to know more about it. And I will talk more about it. Just, just kind of um, how things evolved, and you know, from my perspective, and what that meant. Because I, um, I held on to it. <laughs> uh, as I, I held on to it, even when I shouldn't have held on to it, I held on to it, and. Um, I held on for the wrong reasons, for sure. So we will talk about that next week. I wanted to jump on on this episode and just really talk about the meaning that we put behind um, emotions and attach it to events that have happened in our life and that they don't have to be a negative thing. Find a way to make it a positive thing. Find the lesson. Make that the story. Make that the emotion. You know, create... You, and you have the ability to do that. You can if you are, you know, enough away from the situation, be able to look at it and think, okay, what good came of that? What lessons happened? What did I learn? Who did I meet? What happened? What transpired? What became of me? Attach those emotions, those feelings, and that story to the meaning of those experiences. And it won't hold you back. And you won't have any problems talking about it and moving on with from it. Detach from the negativity and find the silver lining because there always is. If I can find the silver lining in prison, <laughs> um, I think anyone can find the silver lining. To, to a degree, I get that. But, um, and you might have to look super hard and, and, I, I, and dig deep, but it's there. All right, guys, I will talk to you in the next episode. I might actually um, come on a little bit earlier than Tuesday. And if I do, I will definitely let you know. Okay, bye for now. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully we can stay connected and you can follow me on Instagram at Kat Coley Coach or my Facebook page at Kat Coley Coach or you can email me at any time at cat at catcoley.com. Or if you'd love to hear more about my services or more podcast episodes or anything in between, check out my website, catcoley.com. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and I will chat with you next time.